happy Saturday and welcome back to Brutal, the podcast where we're brutally honest because honestly, it's brutal out there. Guys, so excited to be back. I know it's been a bit of a hiatus. Um, life has just been crazy lately, but hoping to get back on like a better recording schedule here now that I'm lining up some more guests for you guys. Today, we have a really fun guest. Um, Mackenzie from Taste of Blonde is here with us. Um, we had just a hilarious time recording and I know you guys are going to love it. Um, we barely have any time for the brief and brutals just before we get started. So I am just going to do a quick three from my favorite place in the internet. Um, and that is reddit.com. Um, so here's a question from the hinge app page guy canceled date made a week ago. Unsure how to reply last week after a week of texting, a guy asked me out for this coming weekend. I live an hour away from him. He stopped texting as much afterwards. And that as for Saturday, Oh, and said that as for Saturday, his roommate can't give him the car to borrow as it would wipe out his day. But, quote, I really want to hang, though, crying emoji. Should I even reply? I have very few weekends off. I'm a doctor, and I was super excited to meet him. And he had previously said he wanted to talk to me for hours, etc. So I feel sad. Okay, so you're a doctor, and he doesn't have a car. Um, You're a doctor, and when he found out that you lived an hour away, he stopped texting as much. And now he's trying to get you to come to him and pick him up, presumably in your car. Like, he just wants you to come to him. That's what he's saying. He's he's not going to say, why don't you come to me? Like, he's too chicken to even say that. He's just saying, oh, I can't borrow the car. Oh, I really want to hang out. I want to talk for hours. Do not do it. Do not go. Run away immediately. Abort. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Thank you. Next. Here's another question for the Hinge app page. I have a lot of first dates and something I'm told a lot is, quote, I'll see you later when in fact it's the opposite. Why not just be honest and say, hey, I'm not interested. Best of luck. What's up with that? Uh, I don't know, because people are cowards like people aren't going to I mean, myself included. I'm not going to like go on a date with someone. And then as we're parting ways, be like, yeah, I'm not interested. Best of luck. Like, obviously, I'm going to go home and hide behind my phone and send that text. But a lot of people are just not even going to do that they're going to get home and then like ignore your text or like continue to reply to you but just then kind of become really busy and like make up excuses like honestly get used to it like people they will lie to avoid confrontation they will ghost you to avoid confrontation like they will do a lot of things to avoid confrontation so uh don't worry about it don't stress too much like if someone says i'll see you later they're probably just saying that like colloquially in passing like i wouldn't get your panties in a bunch over it okay This is a question from the Bumble thread on Reddit. Why are so many people's bios empty? I decided to download Bumble with an actual interest to meet someone there, but I noticed that 98% of the guys don't have a bio about themselves. Admittedly, I swipe left since I have no idea how to initiate a conversation without knowing anything about them. Yes, I'm a girl. I don't care how much I don't care much about one's looks or height. It's not that deep. They do give out their Instagram accounts like free candy, but I don't use Instagram. I'm not a fan of social media at all. Is it normal or is it just in my country that guys are too lazy to fill in a few sentences about themselves. Um, I am not on Bumble. I think Bumble is just possibly the worst thing to ever happen to modern dating. Um, and I would love to do a full episode on this. So if I can get the guests that I want to guess, we're, the guests that I want to get, we're definitely going to do a full episode on this. Um, I think Bumble attracts like lazy guys and I think it attracts players. Um, the, the reason they don't have bios is because they don't have to like they know they don't have to they'll still get attention from women they'll still get messages from women 
Um, not every guy on Bumble is lazy, but like you have to admit that it's definitely the ideal dating app for lazy men um, and for players for sure. Like, I feel like we were fed this lie that like Bumble was supposed to make women feel empowered and we're so empowered. We're so free. And like, we make the first move and like, we don't have to get any unsolicited messages from men. Honestly, then like, that's all true. Like I, it's nice to not get unsolicited creepy messages. Sure. But for me, it doesn't outweigh like the problems that Bumble causes. Like, I think Bumble's just made dating this all you can eat buffet for men. Like they just sit there, they swipe right. And like I see guys do it all the time. They're literally just sitting on their phone. They're watching TV. They're not even looking at their phone. And they're just right, 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 right. Swipe right, swipe right. Because then they can see all the women who swipe right on them. Um, And then they just wait. They just wait for all those women to message them. Some cleverly worded opener. And then they choose from among the women who are vying for their attention in their matches inbox. And so then it's like if one woman is too difficult or like, you know, say wants exclusivity or like something else that they think is too much to ask. It's like, no worries, there's another woman where she came from just waiting for him to reply to her cleverly worded initial message. Like, it's just not surprising to me that so many men on Bumble, like, don't even have a bio. Like, they know they don't have to have one. Like, they know most women are still going to reach out if they find them attractive. Um, But that's just my opinion. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for. Um, Really, really excited to introduce Mackenzie to you guys. I think you're going to get a good laugh out of this episode and some really solid advice. So with that, I will leave it to the Taste of Blonde segment. Okay. Wow. Welcome back. Uh, This is Brutal episode. I think it's episode 11. I've been just a little, it's just a tad behind, just a quick three month break from recording because I was fucking busy, but welcome back. Um, And please welcome Taste of Blonde to our podcast. Hello. Delightful. (laughs) Thank you for the welcome. Uh, Okay. I will give you a little intro. Yeah, uh, give us a little background on you, on the podcast, um, your age, your relationship status, where you live. Like, tell us everything. I will tell you everything. So I am 24. I am, I don't think I've ever been more single than I am at this current moment. Um, I live in Toronto. I have, I'm Taste of Blonde on Instagram, which actually started as like a weird like health and fitness account, which is like so ironic. Wait, because- I love that. I didn't know that. It did, but it was, like, so strange that I, like, went through that phase because, like, I've, like, abused laxatives since grade 10. <laughs> like, the most, like, weird, like, identity crisis. Oh, my God. And I feel like I would, like, post stuff that was, like, so, like, I, like, liked the account, but it was, like, so, like, inauthentic, I guess. Um, and then when I went through my breakup about, like, almost a year and a half ago, I guess, I just started posting, like, very, like, random like unhinged shit like like some dating stuff like stuff it was just like very like all over and then I feel like I got like such like an interesting response because people would be like wow like this hit different like you this is like funny entertaining and I'm like I'm just like kind of being myself now vibing um and then that's how Taste of Want started sometimes I would talk about like dating stuff or like weird like opinions or stuff I heard on podcasts and I would do it like on my Instagram stories you know like very cringy um, I love that I don't care. And I eventually figured out the whole podcast thing, which was a lot because I like, it's still really badly edited guys. Like, but it's not, you were, you said that last time we recorded, you were like, it's terrible. And then I listened to it. I was like, this is fine. Like, this is good. 
Okay. Okay. You know what? I am, I'm an editor. I am a professional podcaster. I am trying my best. Um, but yeah, I, I live in Toronto. I post like messy unhinged dating life related content. It's probably, it's probably a lot. Take a breath before you look at it. Um, but in the mix of it, there is some good advice. Like if you, if you really look for it, um, and yeah, the dating in Toronto is a lot. Um, if anybody, if anybody cares to know what dating in Toronto is like, um, I, I have never dated in Toronto or lived in Toronto, but I, I am so curious as to what it's like. Cause I feel like it's similar to New York in some ways, but I feel like it's also very different. Like the Canadian vibe is different. I feel like you, the way you describe New York, it seems more like brutal. Like, and I feel like in Toronto, the girls, like at least it's just like, they kind of have the upper hand. Okay. Like, I feel like guys have to like try a little bit harder, but then like the type of guys you get in Toronto, like they fucking don't want to. Um, but it's not, I don't think it's like as bad as New York, oh, which I do have some insight into the New York dating scene because my recent move in being really understimulated on dating apps was to change my location to New York. Oh my God. To men 30 plus, you know, Wall Street, like we're like, I'm not, I'm not quite ready to settle down, but I was like, you know, let's see, like maybe we can get a free trip out of this. A free trip would be so fun. And then we could hang out all weekend and ditch him. Exactly. Except it's, how am I going to plan a trip when these men slide in with H-I? They're like, hi. I was like, I'm like, why say anything? Like ribbit, ribbit. Like, I'm like, what is it? Like, may I help you? I was like, you're going to say hi. Like, how about you just do us both a favor and you say nothing? Just say nothing. If you're going to literally say H-I, I had a guy do that to me. God, like, okay, this guy goes... He sent me, hi, no, not even an exclamation point, just hi. Okay. So then I ignored him and then he must've been like, you know, following up on those leads because he came back like a week later and was like, it sent like a very canned message. And he was like, so sorry that like, we didn't get a chance to meet heartbreak emoji, but best of luck with everything moving forward, like peaceful emoji. And I replied and I go, okay, you too. And he goes, well, he replies right away. And he's like, well, you disappeared. Like, I didn't know what else there was to do. And then I didn't reply again. And then he sent me three of the emojis with their heads exploding. You know what I'm talking about? I was like, you just said hi. (laughs) Oh my God. There is like, it's either like they're saying hi, like WYD tonight, or they're like, are you looking? Yes, yes, yes. No, exactly. There's never any in between. It's never like a normal. It's always like, what are you doing this instant? I'm outside your building. Or it's like, are you looking for children or can we adopt? It's incredible. I had a FaceTime with one of them. He asked me to sit still. Um, and like, it was talking to me like I'm an unmedicated child. Oh my God. Bad sign. Bad sign. A million reasons why we're not compatible. And then he was like, okay, so I will fly you here for a month. A month? A month! <laughs> like, what are you going to do for a month with him? You don't even know. Like, hello? For the weekend. And then he was like, well, I think a week, like to see if we have connection. And I was just like, why are you fucking around? Um, and yeah. then like, honestly, like you just told me like, we're not compatible, but like you, you want someone to have sex with for a month. Yeah. Yes. He was like, sure. uh, well, like I'm looking for marriage of kids. Like, what are you looking for? And I was like, you know, I was just, I was just trying to like see if we vibe first. Yeah. Like I, I, we, I don't even know. I don't know. I can't possibly know if I could want marriage or kids with you. We just fucking met on FaceTime. I have no idea. That's what's incredible to me about like, what are you looking for too? Is like, what, like people know what they're looking for, but it's like, you don't know if you're looking for it with that person. Like you don't know them. Like, how can you, I don't know. You can't say, cause I'm looking for different things with different people. 
Yeah. I was like, babe, like take a breath. Like take one relax. I, I'm like, you, you were talking to me like, okay. The best part about this was this man asked me about my grades. He wanted to know your grades were what? Like how, like, and I was like, I don't have my grades back. Like for law school yet. Like, and then he's like, what about like an undergrad? Like, where did what? you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my, my was grades- this a job interview? to get into law school like and it was it was like so funny I think like I would have like hung up but like I was just like having so much fun with that. yes was he weird was he like nerdy and weird so weird like he also asked me if I thought he was attractive and I was oh like God. what oh this guy's like social oh oh yeah but um it was- wrong <laughs> I was doing market research like I was doing it for the people I feel like you are doing the you're fucking doing the lord's work like you are in the market like you are out there you're observing the market trends like you are going on FaceTime dates with men who are like I will fly you to New York for a month I don't want anything serious with you we're not compatible but I do want marriage and children do you find me attractive <laughs> I think I'm really doing it all for the plot like I'm just fucking around out here oh my god my friend last week went out with a guy and I posted those in the polls because I was like um we need to ask the people about this but he got there and he started telling her, she was like, so like, what do you do for fun? And he was like, actually I do like revolutionary war reenactments. And she was like, what? And he was like, yep, I have a musket. Um, the musket cost me over $900. She was like, what? Then he was like, I make clay figurines. And he showed her the figure. He like sculpts them with dental tools. And like, they're these little figurines of like sleeping or like dead, like a revolutionary war figure. It's very upsetting. And he was just like, and I was like, why would you even then later? She was like, well, you know, the figurines, he was like a photo on his profile. And I was like, you, why did you go out with him? And she was like, to advance the plot. I was like, fair. You know what? Like you said, red flag or deal breaker. And I'm like, this is someone's green flag. Like this is like, that is incredible. Yeah. Like someone's like on their way. Like (laughs) I'm rushing over my man. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing it all for the plot really. Oh my God. Okay. So what do you think is the stereotypical? We, I totally just realized we got off track, but it's fine. Cause we're having fun. What do you think is the stereotypical guy in Toronto? Like if you're like, I moved to Toronto tomorrow, like what kind of guy am I most likely to meet? I feel like, okay, this was like, we are kind of talking about this before. It's like so hard to define. And I like, I feel like you kind of get two and it's almost very hard to find one in the middle. It's like the, it's either very like, needy and like constantly following up like I have had some guys that I have never went out with and they are like very clearly like my polar opposite and that like nice wholesome man who follows taste of blonde where I post like this fucking unhinged shit and they want to go out with me so bad and it's like they're like so and it's like but it's honestly like why it's like this just isn't gonna work so it's like the nice wholesome like naive like kind of desperate like on the one hand and then there's like the wid come over on the other hand and i know the other type like so well too because some of those guys i've actually just like ended up being friends with yeah that like off tinder because like we'll talk about like dating shit and it just like wasn't a vibe for me to date them but i've like stayed friends with them and i understand like how like it works now like they're just like well, like I was seeing this girl for a bit and then she wanted to like reconnect and she said, so where are we going to go? And he's like, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, I don't want to go anywhere with her. So I'm like, there's a lot of that on the other hand. And like, like even this one guy's like, yeah, this girl like asked me to go to this restaurant. He's like, I, I would love to go for oysters. Like, just not with her. Oh, <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> You have to have those guy friends though. Like you have to have the guy friend that's like, 
she was disgusting. Like I need to have the guy friend that's like a complete asshole just to remind myself, like when you get in those delusional moments where you're like, maybe he's busy, like maybe his phone died, like whatever, you know, like you have to be like, remember the guy friend who is evil and like think of what he's be- he would be doing. Yeah, like, so I think like there is like a lot of that kind of like low effort. And so it's kind of like on one end or on the other. And it's very hard to find like a, putting in like a good amount of effort but still like very secure with themselves and is not gonna like message you a million times or blow up your phone if you're not interested they're just gonna move on yeah and it's funny like because I was saying earlier like the people where you do find that the very rare instances I feel like they're not even like really from Toronto like they've just moved here for work oh my god do you get a lot of like um like when I think of like Canadians who are like not living in like major cities in Canada I think of like very like wholesome like like kind of farmy vibes, like a lot of like, like the Midwest of America. Like, I don't know how I think of them, but do you get any of those guys or is that mostly like outside of Toronto? A bit like a bit wholesome, but I feel like the wholesome vibes are mostly like outside of Toronto, like like cities outside of Toronto, like smaller towns, like people coming from there, they tend to be like a little bit more wholesome. I find another thing about Toronto men is I find they're very like self-righteous. Like sometimes like like the WID and like all, like sometimes I'm just like enraged and I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, do you think like, like, what do you think you are? Why? Like someone says like, well, Hey, what are you up to tonight? And I said, who said you're hot enough to slide in at 11 PM? <laughs> and it's so funny. Cause most guys will get like, so that's funny. But I know. Cause this guy actually was like, Oh, that's so good. Like, like that's-, that's hilarious. Like you have, if you're going to play it, like, if you're going to be that way, you have to be ready for that. I feel <laughs> Yeah. And then like, I was like, oh, I actually like, right, like kind of want to meet you. I'm like, you're like down. I'm like, okay. It's not like that sensitive, but a lot of guys will like fucking argue back with you. There is like a lot of that going on sometimes. And you just have to like oh, abundance mindset. Like, abundance mindset. You just have to be like, he's out there. <laughs> They're out there. Like, we don't need this. Like just like straight up, like ignore it or like, but if they can like, I find it's hard to like find guys who like banter well, like in this city. Yes. Okay. It's like, you and far in between <laughs> they need to like get to have a little joke have a little sarcasm yeah like ladies do not come to Toronto like I feel like men are obsessed with being like I want someone who doesn't take herself too seriously but then they take themselves so seriously <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so true <laughs> and I, I okay so I know honestly yeah the vibes are so off sometimes and it's kind of like or it's like that TikTok sound like if you're gonna be stupid you better be tough yeah <laughs> like, so I freaking like, love that lady for like sliding in with this you better be able to fucking handle it you better be able to handle it and it's fine I feel like it's like shoot your shot but like at your peril but just know that but then it's fine it's exactly exactly but so yeah that's the that's Toronto guys I love it okay all right. I have to say it's not inspiring me to go date in Toronto, but like, it can't be that much worse in New York. So truly, truly. I do need to stop. Like New York is not that bad. Like people, I was so scared of dating in New York. Cause like, as we discussed, everyone was like, it's going to be awful. It's like the roughest dating pool in the world. I'm like, you know what? Like I could see that if you had no fucking rules or like code of operations or like, you just were like doing literally whatever your heart desired at all times you would definitely get hurt like you would definitely get your feelings hurt like some bad stuff would happen but like if you have like a little bit of like boundaries it's actually fine it's like what I'm (laughs) so I was like wow like for years everyone was like New York dating so vicious so awful I'm like or just like have like reasonable expectations like don't do stupid shit I don't know honestly yeah and like like I like to say stay jaded Mm mm-hmm Okay. So wait, this definitely brings me to my first question for you. So like, 
we've talked a lot about like girls hyping up things in their mind of like with a guy before they have even been on one date. Like they will literally be like matched with him on an app. He hasn't even messaged them yet. And they are like naming the children. Like they're like, Oh my God, like we're perfect for each other. Like, look at all of this. Like we have so much in common. Like we both like the office and like breathing. And it's like, you are not in love. Like, so how do you feel like people can stay like emotionally removed in early dating? Cause I feel like this is a key thing that you need to do in order to not get like swept away into this like fake fantasy where like what you've made up in your mind is like way more serious or intense than like what's actually happening, which is that you've been on like three dates with someone. I honestly like this stuff like repulses me so much. Like it's really, me. I do like everyone is definitely in the situation where like they have like a favorite match, you know, like you're like, Oh, this one looks really good. Yes. Like, good school. Good height. Oh, great picture. This fucking dog. like number one draft pick. Yeah, literally. But I think like, so everyone kind of has that, but I think one thing you need to do, I guess, is just like bring yourself back to like reality and like, like tell yourself like the reality of the situation and just like not like have your head up in the fucking clouds. Um, and then realize like, okay, like this is a good match, but there's other good matches. Like we're going to find other people. Um, talk to multiple people, go out with multiple people, like just to kind of like spread your energy out, stuff like that. Um, and just like, honestly, like just be fucking real with yourself. Like give yourself like that reality check. Like you don't, you actually don't know this person. And there's just a stranger. Like they're a stranger. There's something so not cute about being like, so into someone that you don't know. And you're going to go into that date then. And like the power balance or whatever the fuck, or like, you won't even be able to like accurately judge how you like him and not even talking about, but that doesn't even really matter. But like, you won't even be able to, if you have made up in your mind that you were having children with this man, like he will WID you at 3am and you'll go over and you'll have sex and you still think like you still have the kids names in the back of your head and it's not happening. It's not happening like because you don't know anything about them. And it's also not happening because like men can smell when you are desperate for them to like you. I really feel like they know. Yeah. And then you won't, you also, that's so true. Cause then you'll go into that date. Like you'll be like shaking as you grab your drink and you won't, you yes. just be yourself. And I think like when you go into a date, like not really caring about the outcome. Cause like, I don't know, like when I go into a date, like, I don't care if I like ever speak to them again. Like it just doesn't matter. And then you're kind of just able to just be yourself. And then if they like, which is so cheesy, but it's just like, no, but it's so true. Right? And I always say like, I don't know. Cause then like, even if you're like talking, they have like a strong opinion on something. Like if you want them to really like you, you're going to be like, oh yeah. But like, if you don't really care, you're going to be like, okay, well, what about this? Like, yeah, you're- yeah. yeah. More like it's gonna flow like more freely. You're not gonna be overthinking everything, and then you're gonna leave the date, and you're gonna wonder why he hasn't texted you five seconds like after he left. And it's just, just don't do this, guys. Just don't. Just don't do it. It's not worth like making up this whole story in your like because truly a first date is just a first date. A match is just a match. Like whatever it is is what it is. Like there's no don't assign like a deeper meaning. Don't assign like a like a I don't know. There's reality and there's like fantasy. And I feel like women have a lot of tendency, unfortunately, to just like to hype up, like whatever's gone down between them. Like I, I see people all the time be like, well, like I saw someone posted like another dating podcast posted on their story about like someone submitted a question and they were like, I slept with a guy on Halloween. And like, I slept with him again a few weeks later. And like the feather boa that I had left there on Halloween was like still in his room. Like, does it mean something? 
what? Like what? Like I was crying, like in tears, laughing about that. Like, how could you possibly think that that means something? He's oh, he's cherishing your fucking feather boa. Like I was in tears. Like I just could not believe it. Like I was like, this is, I have to be living in a simulation right now. It was just so crazy. But like people will assign these like fake that like, that's an extreme example, obviously, but like you, things are what they are. They're, they're at the level that they're at. They're not more advanced because he open your cab door for, I don't even know. Like people, women will take any little thing and be like, it means we are meant to be. Oh my God. That's so funny. It makes me think like, what's how I left like a pair of like underwear at this guy's place a week later, there was in the exact same spot. I'm like, like, guess he hasn't been fucking anyone else. <laughs> right. Like that's the other, that's the only information you can glean from this. But I'm like, okay, maybe it was a rough week for him. Like, a rough slow week. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think like also like pay attention like who cares like if he went to fucking Harvard if he treats you like shit yes and, like it's kind of like don't like when you hype up like this idea like literally you're just hyping up the idea of them it's not even who they actually are yeah and, like then you're gonna end up with someone where it's like yeah they went to this great school they look great on paper but you're fucking miserable yeah and you and I've talked about this too it's like if you're not having fun then like why are you there? I mean, do you think there's ever any reason to like stay? If you, let's say you're not married, you don't have kids, like you don't live together. There's nothing keeping you from like dumping them. Like, is there ever any reason to like stay with someone if you're not having fun and you're miserable or like, you're just like, it's not good for you. I mean, like, I don't know, like, let's say they have like a terminal illness or something. Like I still personally feel like if they're an asshole, they're an asshole, but yeah. And I feel like even because I think like people want like different things and I think things work until they don't. And like, it's also like a bit of a difference between dating in your twenties and thirties. And like, I feel like I'm in kind of a place of like not being like super emotionally like available. So sometimes like I will end up in like more casual dynamics, but it's good until it's not. And I think that's when you like, you know, like you're vibing and it's all good. Like I take a bit longer to kind of like get attached and develop feelings, but like sometimes when like you really get to know someone and that stuff does happen. It becomes very dysfunctional. And that's like the point of where it's just, it, you're not having fun anymore. And yeah. it's the same thing if you like want to date someone and, or like, even if you're in a relationship and it like gets to the point where it's like, you're just not having fun anymore. Like you're overthinking everything. Like they're saying, like, it's not like an effortless, like kind of vibe. It's like bringing a lot of like negative energy into your life. And that's just like, different things serve different purposes, right? Like even if it's like casual or like it might be something more serious, but at the end of the day, like if it's not positive for you, like don't fuck with it. There's literally no reason to, like, I feel like you have one life, like why suffer unnecessarily? Why suffer if you don't have to? Yeah, I know exactly. And like you, like you have everything you need, like you really do. And also it's like, if you need something from a guy, like if you don't have a fucking car and you need a guy to drive you somewhere, find, find another one. Keep there's swiping. a guy, there's literally another one outside. <laughs> outside. <laughs> I'm always like, what he won't do 10 others will. Oh my God. It's so true. Um, okay. So, and then something else we've talked about is like, all right. So speaking of like first dates, um, like marathon first dates, like let's say you get to the date and like, you know, you're just going to meet them for a drink, but then you end up really liking them. Like, should you stay for like six hours? Like, should you continue the date? Like, should you go to a second or third location? Like, how do you feel about marathon first dates? I, I think like we did kind of talk about like, it depends on the person. Like, I feel like I hate these. I do hate like dating rules kind of like, I don't like, I think it's like how it makes you feel, which we talked about this. You have to like know yourself. Um, so maybe for some people, like it's 
they shouldn't do that. But I think like, it's just like goal, like how it makes you feel. Like, I don't think like you should be like, oh my God, well, this dating podcast said don't go on a date for more than two hours. Like if you're having fun and you know, like, like if they don't, like you said, like if you're going to be okay with the fact like they don't text you like tomorrow, they're just like, have a fun night. Who fucking cares? Right. If you're okay with it, then do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, I think it's, again, it comes down to like, if you're having fun, like if you, like if you have to be up early and you're going to like regret it in the morning, like, no, don't stay. But like, I think like, don't overthink it. I agree. I think like, if you don't care what happens, do whatever you want. I think that like, there have been times that I've been on a date and like, you can kind of feel the date expiring. If that makes sense. Like if it's from an app and it's like a true stranger, like I've been on like hinge dates where like, I just felt like around the two or three hour mark where I was like, okay, like, you know, like we could stay and like, or go to like, you know, if we've just had drinks, like we could go to dinner, we could like go to a second location. Like we could do that. But I'm also kind of feeling like the date is expiring. So like, I don't really want to make it happen, make it go any longer because like, I'm no longer like, if you're not like having the time of your life, like bantering back and forth, like having the best time, then like, there's no use in just like extending it to extend it or like extending it because you feel like, oh, like, you know, I want it to go longer and like, see what happens. It's like, maybe at that point, just say it like naturally, let it come to its natural end, you Mm know? Yeah, no, I wouldn't like keep it going for like any sort of reason, especially if it's like naturally inspired. But if it was like, kind of like, I want to say like an exceptional vibe, a fucking spark or whatever the fuck, like, which is also like, kind of like, be careful. Um, But if I wouldn't end it early just because you felt like you had to, but if it's like, honey go home like sometimes it expires. like don't stay for a second like don't call stay for a second and like if you kind of also you have to feel it out because like sometimes you go on a date and like you're having an amazing time but the other person like isn't but also like some people can't read a room but like if you read the room and you kind of feel like you really like them but like they're sort of looking around like they're like they're not gonna have another drink like take the hint and like go home it's okay yeah. And I can, I can usually tell pretty well, like when someone like, yeah, I guess I have like, some people don't have like those kind of social cues. Yeah. Also, Sometimes like, I feel like usually they want to stay and like either they like you or if they don't really, they kind of want to stay and they want to feel it out because they want to end up sleeping with you. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. They may not like really like you, but they're like, actually, yeah, I feel like I've seen that too. Where like, I can tell the guy's like not super into me, but like, he's like looking at my boobs a lot. And then he's like, Oh, like, do you want to go to this place? And like, that's your cue to go home. Usually if you feel like it's really good and you can like read the other person's energy well, then it's probably good for them too. Yeah. Also I like, agree. Yeah. Just like, just be real. Like and let things end when they naturally end. Like if you think like, yeah, let it's like, let it come to a conclusion. But I also yeah. think, okay, I am controversial in that. Like, I don't think you should just like, if you really like someone and you're having like the most amazing time of your life and you are having that like crazy conversational chemistry by all means, like have fun. But I still think you should end it a little earlier than you want to just so that you don't run out of stuff to talk about. Cause like that's happened to me actually, where I've had like a really good start to a date. Like you come in hot, you're having amazing conversation. And then you actually like talk out, like you burn out, like you talk through so much. And then like, it's suddenly been like four hours and you're like, wow, like I would have liked to go on a second date with them. But like, now I don't think we will have a second date because it almost feels like we've already talked about everything. I feel, I I feel like a person that like, not even like person for you, but the person that you're going to like have like some sort of like exceptional vibe with or whatever. I feel like you wouldn't run out of things to talk about with them. Like, I feel like that just for you like if that was the case but I can't 
Yeah, I don't know. I know I, I can't feel, decide. Like, but I'm also like very like annoyingly extroverted, and I could like talk forever. The same. Um, but I feel like I just feel like you wouldn't run out, and like maybe they're just like too boring for you if you did. That's like, not true. Because I think about like, wait, what? Sorry. If they match your energy, like if you get tired and burn out a bit, they'll bounce it back. Like they'll yes. like they'll carry like their end. But if you're like providing like the entire vibe, and then you feel like the date's like burnt out, it's like they're just not for you. That's so true. Cause I think about like when I met my best friend, like in adulthood, like we met when we were like 23, I think. And like literally met her, I mean, we met at work and I met her immediately. And we were like, brah, 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 like back and forth. And like, we, to this day, we have never run out of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. You know what it doesn't I mean? need to be that way. Like with your like romantic partner, but like, I would like it to be that way. Like, I would like there to be that level of like, you just always have shit to talk about. Even if it's like, look at that fly. What do you think of that fly? You know what I mean? Like it could be stupid, but like, you still want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like those are the people who the dates like normally last longer with, cause they're just like kind of on your energy. You're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like, I agree with you, like let the day end when it ends. You'll have to like do, especially like when you first start dating someone, like it's different, like when you are like in some sort of like a partner situation, but like when you first start dating someone, you have to do stuff for you. Like you need to think like, am I staying on this date? Like, so he likes me. Am I sleeping? Yeah. Likes me, or am I doing this just because I want to? Yeah, what do you want versus what you want them to want, or what you think they want, or they should want? It's like all these things. It's like, what do you want? What would make you feel good? What would be fun for you? Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't know anything about this person. Like, they could be hiding like so many things. Like, you have no clue. Like, it's like, you gotta look out for you. Like, do what makes you feel good. What about like you have said something to me that I thought was like amazing, and I need you to like expand on it for the people. You said like people don't get busy, they get bored and no one is busier than someone who doesn't like you. Honestly, yeah. It's like, it's a tough one. Like it is it is actually such a tough one. Like I think like people do like get busy obviously. And I don't, I think you like need to check like your own like expectations. Like if they're like not texting you back like during the day, like maybe they have a fucking life and you should like, like, like relax my, a little. <laughs> is what you're asking for realistic? But I think like people who make excuses, like, it's just, they'll be like abundantly clear. Like if they're actually like busy or they're like, there's something going on, they'll communicate it with like the utmost clarity and you will, you will feel like secure about it without having to ask yourself. Like you will be like, oh, they're just busy with work and you'll be totally fine with that. Instead of being like, oh, well, he says he's busy. Like, do you think like he still likes me? Yes. Oh my God. You're so right. It's so not like the excuse itself. It's like how you feel about it. Because I think you do know in your gut, like, okay, you know, like like if you're secure in like what you have with this person or what you think you have with them, you're not going to feel like you're going to know that they're at work or like, you're going to trust that they're at work. You're not going to be like deep down wondering like, okay, that's an excuse or like something else. Yeah. Like you'll know, like they like want to see you. And like, I don't know, some people like are shitty at like communicating that stuff for whatever reason. But also is that like, if you're like more anxious, it's not like someone you really want to like spend time around anyway. Right. And I, people like people just, they make the time for like things they want to make time for. And it's like, you think like, they're like not seeing you like, cause they say like they're too busy or like whatever, like seeing you should not be like an obligation for them. Like they should want oh to God, see. You. So true. It shouldn't like, be it, like, oh, got to schedule this in like. Yeah, like, and it shouldn't be, like, well, and, like, most times, like, when, if I, like, hang out with guys, like, it's more of, like, a casual situation, like, well, we're going out, like, it's, like, 
we're like having drinks like we're having like it's very fun like so it's like yeah like you should want to see me yeah and like I think anyone that you like anyone who's super into you like they'll want to see you like they will make the fucking time like my ex used to text me at the beginning of like every fucking week like I was in school like doing god knows what and he like had a full-ass job and he would text me like what days would you like to hang out this week like what days That's, like yes because if they want to they fucking will they will yeah. they'll figure it out like and I know what I say that with like planning too because like I've been this person where it's like I will not make a plan with someone and yes I will like maybe hit them up like the night of and be like do you want to go for a drink and I like them enough to go sit and have a drink with them but I don't like them enough to plan it three days in advance and you don't like it enough to like to not give up or to give up better options for that night like if it's like a Friday night like if you really like them, you're down for committing to that in advance. But if you don't like day of, you got nothing better going on. It's like, that's when they, yeah. 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 It's like, if I, if I like that person, there's a really good vibe. I have no problem being like, okay, Wednesday, Thursday, this is the day we're hanging out. But like, and I always like think like when they like hit you up, like, you know, or they don't like make a plan with you, like you're not their plan A. Like I'm like, you're someone's plan A, but you're not this person's plan A. Okay. This is such, oh my God. Like so key is that like, even if you're not this person's plan A, that's okay. Just go meet yeah. someone for whom you are plan A. Like, don't be someone's plan B just because like you like them. Like the point of dating is to like meet someone where you're each other's plan A. Not yeah, to like yeah. wait for the dude to like, to like bump you up on his roster. It's like, no, like, no. I think like one thing that we've talked a lot about too, which like I really like is that it's just like, it's really okay. Like when someone does not like you. It's totally fine. Like it's, like, it's totally fine. Just, like, to be real with yourself. And you, there's also, like, different levels of, like, like, maybe this person likes you. They like hanging out with you. They like having sex with you. They don't like you enough to date you. And there's just, like, there's so many levels to it. And it's, like, that's totally fine. Like, and maybe they don't like you at all. Maybe they never want to see you again. Like, it's just, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, you're still the same person at the end of the day. But it's, like, when you're looking for that validation from someone else and you're, like, you need that. And, like, even guys do this, too, sometimes. But they'll be, like, where, like, thinking, where did I go wrong? And it's, like, you're just not for this person. Like, you didn't right. really go wrong. Don't base your own self-worth on, like, whether some dude likes you or not. Like, also, I have, there have been plenty of, guys, and I'm sure you feel the same way, plenty of guys that I've met that I'm like, you are fantastic. You're a great guy. You're attractive. You're like, you have a good job. Like you have a lot going on for yourself. Like you're doing well. You're just not my man. And like, that doesn't make you a like lesser value person. It just means like, we're not the match. And like for women, I think it's like, they need to, it doesn't matter what the reason is the guy can't be with you or doesn't want to be with you or like whatever it is. The reason truly does not matter. What matters is that they don't want the same thing that you want. If you guys want the same thing, like if you're both like plan B for each other, that's when it's totally fine. Like when expectations are aligned, it's totally fine. But when like you want to date this person more seriously and like, they just want to hook up or like, they just want to call you at the last minute and like go to a fun dinner, but like, don't want to text you in between like, and that bothers you then it's like, you're better off without that in your life, making you stressed or making you be like thinking about what could be, you know? Right. Like if you're, if you're someone like trying to attract something more serious and like this person's like asking you last minute to like go out, like, no, like that's not the situation for you. Like I would, like I would go if I wanted to go, like I wouldn't really like think too much into it, but if like that's someone I really like and I want them to make a plan and I'm like, okay, like this feels shitty. Like, yeah, no. like it feels bad. It's like at a certain point, it's not fun anymore to like to like know that someone doesn't want the same thing that you want, but you want that with them. And they're kind of like giving you a crumb. So you're like, 
it's like, no, like don't take it with the hopes that like, they're going to bump you up to like the varsity Ross, you know, it's like, yeah, like yeah. why it feels worse than not going out with them at all. Yeah, no, exactly. I saw this guy for quite a bit and he always like, he helped me with a lot. He made time for me. And then like, he got a very like busy job, like in the summer. And it's like, at that point, like he just didn't for whatever reason, like make the time for me anymore. Like I was worth it at that point, but I wasn't at another point, like his priority shifted. It's like, that's totally okay. Like I'll move on with my life. I'll hang out with other right. people. Like, it's like, I'm just, I'm just not it for him right now. It's like, he didn't like me enough to make that time at this point in his life when it's more of an inconvenience for him. And like, that's fine. Right. It's totally fine. You weren't like, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. It just means like, it means nothing about you personally. It means that like, you need to move on and find someone who wants you to be the priority. Yeah. Like there are situations where it's like, if you've like had something more ongoing and you've like, you, sometimes you need to look in the mirror. Like I've, oh, I yeah, yeah, yes. We've also have talked about this where I'm like, am I the problem? I I've been there, but like, it's also kind of like, if they're they just don't like you enough to make this time or like you enough to date you or like whatever the reason or whatever is going on. It, it doesn't matter. Like you're still the same person. And oh my God, this one guy that I'm friends with told me he's had girls be like, can I get some feedback? I, this is my nightmare is like when girls go to guys and they're like, because you know why they're doing that. They're not doing it because they actually want feedback. Like they might want a little feedback. They think that if they, it's, it's honestly any excuse that you have to like reach out to a guy that like formerly rejected you or ghosted you or turned you down or didn't want to date you or whatever. When you are reaching out, it's because a small, teeny, tiny baby part of you probably hopes that he's going to give you another shot. And if you just reach out and just remind him that you exist and you're just like, oh, like, let me just... I'll just ask him for some feedback and like, maybe then he'll see I've changed or like, he'll, he'll go to my Instagram and wonder what I'm up to. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't reach out. There's no need. I mean, like feedback is a gift. Yes. And like, if you truly believe that you can reach out and you have zero, even baby, baby hope that like something will come of it, then by all means, like go for it. But number one, that's still embarrassing. And number two, like, I don't know, what are you getting out of that? Like, is there no one else in your life you can get honest feedback from? I don't know. Maybe. Like there's situations where it's like, and it's not even feedback because there, it shouldn't be anything wrong with you. But like, if you, you were in like a longer term relationship or like a situationship that's lasted a bit longer, it's not even feedback. Like you have like a, maybe like a closure conversation. Or oh, whatever. okay. Hmm. Uh, but I'm like, why? Like, don't question like why someone else like didn't like you. Like, it's just so like unnecessary. It's also like none of your business. It's going to give you low self-esteem. Why someone doesn't like me is none of my business. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like it just it doesn't fucking matter. And like, and this goes into like ghosting as well. And like, I don't really like like the stigma around, like, like you said before, like explicit rejection is like such a gift. And like some people fucking need the explicit rejection, first of all. Um, Like even when someone like ghosts you or they like don't talk to you or they don't follow up, it doesn't help to like really like ask why I think like I have. And I also don't think like it's useful to like, like, yeah, it's kind of shitty. Like they probably should have said like, I don't want to see you anymore or whatever. Right. Like, but it doesn't really matter that much. And like, people aren't responsible for your feelings. And like, and like, it just sucks, but they aren't. And I think like, there's so many things like going on, like in people's lives, like, are like, are they ghosting you? Cause like they secretly have a girlfriend or like they mentally ill. Like, did they just not like you? Like, do they just like, don't really care enough to respond. Like, there's just so many reasons. And like, at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. The person for you is not rejecting you. The person for right. you is not ghosting you. That's another thing. Like, would the explanation really make you feel better? Like, and I, I was talking to a guy um, 
from one of the apps like the other day and they were saying like you know like sometimes like it makes you think like why did like this girl go ghost or why did she do this and I was like you know well it doesn't really matter and then he's like well you know like the anxious part of me like I just I wonder like and I'm like but like I'm like that's like a self-esteem issue on your part and they're like oh yeah definitely so I think it's kind of like in a sense just like going deeper and like asking yourself like what's really bothering you and because it's all just ego and if at the end of the day you don't care like it doesn't matter that's the thing some people get ghosted and it rocks them it like rocks their world and it's like get used to it baby like people get ghosted all the time and it's fine like fucking toughen up honestly like toughen up I really do feel that way I really do feel that way um okay so the last question I have for you that I want to get to some scenarios because they are hot and piping this week um the last thing that I see all the time is like this concept where girls are obsessed with trying to teach guys a lesson. So like they need to send that last text. They need to have the last word. Like they need to be like, well, just so you know, like you really hurt me or like whatever. And I think they say that they're doing it because they just, they're like, it's for me. Like, it's not for him. Like, I don't expect a response. I just have to get this off my chest. But I do think that deep down part of them kind of hopes like he'll reply or like, he'll feel guilty or like whatever. But like, what do you make of these? Like teach a lesson or like call him out or like last word, like text that people send, like if they've been ghosted or rejected or whatever. Ooh, I actually think like the last word is okay if you send it for yourself. Like, um, I think like the concept of closure is fake, but I think like you can kind of give yourself like that closure. I was like in a, like a kind of a weird situation. I just like sent a message being like, I don't like, obviously I don't know what's going on here. I don't need an explanation. I want an explanation, but like, I like genuinely wish you the best, whatever. Um, I think like, it's okay if you're sending it for that reason. Um, I've, I don't, don't let them get to you. Like I've several, like I've been like down bad a couple times, like sending some drug <laughs> messages being like, I don't want to give you the satisfaction, but this hurt me. Like, it's, so it's like, honestly, like, <laughs> but I think it's like also one of those things that like save like your breath and yeah, like send it. Like if you have to also like, sometimes I'm also just a fan of like being fucking crazy, but like, I won't like, I'll just, like all I've gotten to the point where like I'll wake up and I'll be like wow I sent that and I'm just like eh. yeah, <laughs> just you can't off. care I just like, don't choose care. violence whatever but, you know like fucking analyze like the last message that you sent like sometimes I feel like it's like save yourself the breath and you also have to know the fact that you're sending that like it's not going to change anything on their end it's just yeah. not like they like maybe they'll think about it like whatever but if they care enough like you will know that they care you will know that they care and also like I don't know. I just firmly believe that like, if a guy has like, you've been on two dates, like you sleep with the guy and then like, he kind of stops texting you. And then you send him a message about like, communicate, this is not acceptable communication. And like, I expect more. And like, why haven't I heard from you? It's like, no, um, you are not teaching him a lesson. He is doing that immediately with 14 other girls right now, this minute and assume that they're all models. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like get a grip, get a grip in reality. You're not teaching him a lesson. Like you're not calling him out. He does not feel guilty for one second. Like his, he is, has his tongue down someone's throat. Like right now, right now, as he's reading your like lame text. 
That's, so <laughs> That's my opinion. I always say, assume he's fucking like 10 other girls. Yeah. They're um, all models. They're so all it's not, models. Like, he not says that he's not like literally like DTR until he does that. Like he's fucking all these other girls. I was okay. My comments were made in the context. So I'm thinking like a three plus month, like situation. Oh yeah. 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 I see people post like, Oh, I shouldn't say where I see them post, but I'm in a group and they post like literally the guy will have they have met one time yeah no no save yourself the breath like absolutely the fact that you care at that point is concerning it's so concerning it's like mental stability concerning it gives me anxiety it's hard because it's like you can't it's hard to tell people what they should care about and what they shouldn't but then I think it's kind of like these people need to give themselves like a bit of a reality check and like like everyone, like a lot of people have anxious attachment, but like, you need to kind of think like, why am I like anxious over someone? Like, I don't really know. And yeah. Okay. Like you've met them like once or twice, like, please save yourself the breath. Like, please do not like, you shouldn't be hurt at all. Let, never mind. Let them know that you're hurt. That you're hurt. It's humiliating. Like at that point I've been kind of like, oh yeah, like I, I liked this person. Like I liked hanging out with them. Like, I guess it kind of sucks that like things went over this way, but like, I wouldn't like feel sad or hurt. Yeah. Like, it's like, how, how much have you like emotionally masturbated this situation that that's how you feel? That's how you really feel. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I would, I would not like send, do not be hurt over Mandy met twice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And if you are pretend like you're not, tell yourself that you're not until you believe it. Okay, let's get into some questions from across the wild and wonderful World Wide Web this week. I cannot wait. Let me just say, like, things are rough for the girls right now before we yes. read these. Um, Honestly, like, pour a little out for all those girls struggling right now. Pour one out. Yeah. All right, so this girl writes, I'm in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend who lives in New York City. He's an investment banker, and I'm here to visit for the weekend. I found another girl's underwear in the closet on top of my pile of clothes. He sends his laundry out to a wash and fold, but does anyone else think that another girl might be warning me? I see TikToks of that, but he works crazy hours and claims he has no idea where they came from, but there's no way, right? Laundromats do not get clothes mixed up or do they? So this is, I don't know. I want to know what you think of this one because I'm like in New York, everybody sends out their laundry to get washed. So it's, it's possible, but I still don't, I don't want to believe, I, you got to, I think go for the worst. I don't know. I think, I think it is possible, but I think like if this was like a trustworthy, like boyfriend, like if I think like back to my ex-boyfriend, something like that happened, like I'd be like, no, no, he's definitely not cheating on me. Like I would, like I would know. Like, yeah, I, I think, think you like, know in your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think like, if you're like really wondering, then like, you obviously like don't really trust them enough anyway. And I feel like, um, I would like, if you were kind of wondering, like, but you're just like, eh, okay, we'll see. Like if any other sketchy shit happens, we'll end it then. Like, but I think if you're like, like, that's going to haunt you. And then that you would like, ruin my life. Like I would be, I could pro- like, and it could be totally benign. Like it really could be that like the laundrette accidentally mixed up the clothes and also like if he put it on top of your pile of clothing in the closet clearly he thinks it's yours but I don't know oh that's kind of true I think it would like kind of depend on his reaction and like how I don't know I think he would just kind of know like 
and I don't know if you were like not really trusting of them like then I don't know they're probably like not like the best person for you but that's that's a fucking tough one that is a tough one right like if your gut is like no it came from the laundromat and like you don't feel any need to question it like that's good but if you if your gut's like they've got to be someone else's I don't know if it's the laundromat then like you kind of have your answer and she showed a picture and they were like red and lacy and it's like how visible are they well oh my god maybe he thought that they were hers but they were another girl's maybe he did but they were another girl's or they came to the laundromat or like they were the side chicks leaving them there to warn her like I don't know that this is a hard one I hope she's okay I hope she's okay I I feel so bad I wonder where she's at today. I don't, I, was- I don't, I don't have a definitive answer on this. I think like, it, yeah, I think it's her gut. Like, because, um, but also I think like things come out like, and especially like, cause they're young or whatever. So I think like, if this is like the vibe, like, okay, if this happens and then nothing else happens after this, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like something else will come up if it's, there's like some sketchy ass shit going on. I completely agree. There will be some other thing or there will have already been some other thing before this. And like, I don't know how many red flags you should like, how many like things like this where it could go either way. Like how many of those can you have before you just have to be like, okay, no shady, but yeah. I think you'll know. Kind of like how you, how it makes you feel. Yeah. How do you feel? How does your gut feel about yeah, this? Yeah. Yeah. How do you and like, like don't you try to trick like, yourself. Are you going to leave New York and you're going to wonder like the entire time? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. Oh my God. I'd be throwing off the plane. Hate it. Screaming, yeah. crying, throwing up. Okay. Second one. I matched with a guy a few times. Um, every time I reinstalled the app, we tend to match. I matched with him again yesterday when I reinstalled the app. And he said, I think we've talked before. Do you want to skip the small talk and grab drinks? Which I agreed to since we already matched so many times before. However, the date isn't until next week since his family is visiting. This is understandable. But then he says, okay, I'll ask you at the end of the week to see if you're available. It looks like he's not even going to talk to me until planning the date. I don't know. It just seems low effort. How do I tell him consistent communication is the bare minimum without sounding needy or clingy or rude? That's just like really weird. Like, why do you need someone you've never met before to text you for a week leading up to a first date is my question. I've had it where like the date's been planned on in the future and then they don't text in between. And then I like, they'll follow up like the day before or whatever. And I'll be like, no, honestly, like I forgot. Oh my God. Like, I just like, well, like sometimes I feel like if they don't talk to you enough before, I don't feel compelled to go just because like, I'm like, I don't have enough here to like really like care or like feel like stimulated enough to go. But then it's also so it's true. like, why are you like, I don't understand. Like, I think you also need to think like this man is making me write like something or like write into something or like ask people like about the scenario before I've even met him. Before you've even met him, you're already upset. You're already like, I don't like this. <laughs> but there's also, there's men out there. They want like, who want to be pen pals? Like they want to fucking chat you all fucking night. So it's like, if that's what you want is this like, so I, if some people want like a higher level of communication, like, okay, first of all, I think you should maybe expect that later. And I do think yeah. it's good for guys to chat like in between, like the, when you match and the date, like, I do think a good, a bit of back and forth is like really good. Um, but 
like you shouldn't need that like it doesn't matter and like also it's like they don't know you they don't owe this to you and like consistent communication like you cannot tell him that like like you will not even be able to go on the date you're not gonna go on the date if you're like i need consistent communication from you it's like you have not met you don't even know if you need to have consistent communication because you have no idea if you're gonna be compatible or not because you have mashed on an app four times you've never had a conversation and now you're meeting up for drinks like all you know is that his pictures look acceptable I would not like give a flying fuck, but like the most I would say is like, how am I supposed to be bothered to like go on a date with you? Like, if, like we can't even like not, I don't want to say like, can't even hold a conversation, like not something whiny, but like something like to get the point across of like, Hey, like how there's not enough of a vibe here for me to be bothered. But like, then you have to be willing to leave it. Like I actually would not want to go, but it's like, you clearly want to go on this date and you want him to like, keep talking to you. So it's like, okay, this is no, like it's just, it's too much. I think I would just like leave it as is. And I would just, honestly, I like to see what the guy wants to do on his own. So I would just say like, okay, sounds good. And then see if he even contacts you at all. And then like, if the day of the date, you're just not feeling it, don't go. But if you're feeling like excited about the date still, then go on the date. And who knows, like maybe he's okay. Like I had this happen one time with a guy, I was away and he was like, we're talking on hinge. And he was like trying to find out my schedule. And I was like, I am literally not free for another 10 business days. And I was like, here's like, sorry. And he was like, okay, well, here's the day that works for me. Like, what about this? And I was like, great. And he's like, okay, great. Let's go to this place at 7 PM. I was like, great. And then he was like, what's your number? And I knew that that was going to mean like, he was going to then be like fucking texting me like T and a T like leading up to the date. And I just kind of felt like, dude, like you're a stranger from the internet. I don't want to have to reply to these texts for 10 days. I don't want another thing in my inbox. Like I have, I can't, I can't have the responsibility. I don't want to tea to tea with you. And you know what? I was so glad I didn't because then I got to the date and I was just not into him at all. And I was like, if I had spent the last like 10 days, like good morning, like fucking texting with this guy, like I would have been all like emotionally attached and then like gotten there and like been so disappointed when he wasn't like Mr. Like my man, you know? But I would not actually like want to do the fucking like good morning back and forth. That gives me, oh my God. I am so happy I haven't dated a like good morning, good night text person in so long because I'm not a good morning, good night text person. Like, I don't want to be texted goodnight every single night of my life. I don't want to be expected to have to tell someone goodnight every night of my life unless we're living together. I actually find the goodnight to be extremely invasive. It's choogy. Someone should not have to know when I go to bed. I, if I like someone, I do love like a good, like maybe noon, good morning. Yes. Like a nice, like, how was your day going? Like whatever. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, like a, not like I'm the first thing you think about when you wake up, but like, I will get back to you. Like once I've had coffee. Right. Like, right. I just can't, for me, it's not like, I love to hear from them, but I don't want to have to text them back. I'm a bad texter. I hate texting. I hate like T to T. Like I just hate all this bullshit yeah. anyway. Okay. All right. We're running out of time. Last one. <laughs> Um, all right. So situation, I've been seeing this guy for about six months. We met on hinge. We see each other often on the weekends, Friday, Saturday nights, and at least one day during the week, he always texts me and we talk often on the phone. However, his hinge profile is still up and I see that he is active a lot. So what the fuck I questioned him and he says, I don't know. I'm never really on it. Obviously I feel like it's a dead end, but I like him. Of course. What do I do? You have to accept this casual. Yeah. Yeah. It's casual. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's casual. Um, but also you need to like, ask like, why is your casual situation phone calling you? It's weird. He wants you. I think this guy wants her as his backup option while he pursues other options. Like he's browsing. You're like, he's the plate he's got in front of him, but he's still going to walk up to the buffet every 20 minutes and see if there's any better food or new food. 
I've had that before, like where I like I've called a guy out on his fucking hinge profile because he would whine like and get really jealous. So I was like, dude, like I see your fucking hinge profile. Like I see like you're active, like you need to calm down. Right. Um, and I was it sort of like made me mad, I think, because I was like out here fucking defending my life, like hiding everything. Um uh-huh. And then he like, he actually gave me like a very similar, like, I don't really use it. But I didn't like give a fuck. Like, I didn't want to date this guy. Like, so I was just kind of like, okay, whether he's using it or not, like, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, like this, this guy does not like you that much. He doesn't like you that much. It's sad. And it's sad. Cause like, even if you like someone like it, this is behavior where like you clear, I can tell she's like, she wants more. Cause she's asked, she wants to know what's going on. And yeah. like, he, he, even if you went up to him and you were like, I want to be exclusive, like he might agree to it, but then he would eventually dump you or he would eventually be like, yeah, no, yeah, I can't do this. Which you, don't sucks, date, you don't want to date the guy where you're asking him why his hinge profile is still up. God, no. Like tell your grandchildren, like, well, I saw that he was still trying to fuck other bitches and then I guilted him and then he dated me for a little, like what? Yeah. Like I would like, honestly, like if anything, she should have not said anything and then let like he would bring it up, like that he was deleting it or like whatever. That's the dream. Um, yeah, like it's just not, it's just not a good vibe. This it's, is bad. Oh, and I would, okay, one more thing I want to add is I would question, like, so you can accept it's like casual, but I would also question how much energy you're giving him. Like, so it's like, if you're like calling and like going out and stuff, like maybe like half that and like go out with someone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like start so seeing like other people. Vibe or whatever. Um, And you want to keep seeing them. But even if it's casual, like you should not be giving them that much of your energy. Absolutely not. But I also think women tend to feel like so guilty about like, having a dating roster, like men are absolutely talking to as many girls as once at once as they can possibly be talking to. So like, you can't feel bad about like the guy you've been seeing for six months, who's still unhinged. Like, don't feel bad about going on other dates. He never asked you to be exclusive. He is looking at other options. You should have the same rights. Look at other options. Yeah. And I think like, um, like maybe like, don't like, cause I've been like in a situation, like, I feel like sometimes when they know you're seeing other people, it kind of ruins it. Yeah. So yeah, like fucking hide it. But like, you should not be like giving her all to one person. Yeah. Like, until, until they like a give you reasons to and B like define the relationship, which like you have to also realize like they have to do it in like a realistic time frame. Like, you know, like three months would be good. Yeah. I um, agree. Before that is like a bit too much probably, but like, if he wanted to date you, he wouldn't be saying like, oh, I don't really use it. He would be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot to delete it. Like I'll delete it in front of you right now. Yeah. Like he would have been like, I don't use it. Like I straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So to conclude, what do you think is the most brutal truth about dating that you think people are afraid to admit or accept? This is hard. I think the, um, he just doesn't like you stuff. Like, I, I think like, that's, what's really hard for people to admit. Like we talked about earlier, they don't want to like, look at themselves in the mirror. They don't want to accept that. Like they are not for everyone. Um, I think also around like the dating rules, I'm not like super big on that. Um, like kind of like, you don't need to play almost like you don't need to play games. Like, I think like you need to like, kind of go off the energy and how you feel, but I don't think it needs to be this whole, like he waited this long to test Like calculated, back. like that's fake. Yeah, I think it's all just like, it's not as, I think dating's not as serious as people think. Like have some fun, have a yeah. little fun. And um, I don't know if this is like necessarily like brutal, but I guess like my like 
advice I like to say like super cliche like literally just like be your fucking self like be your like authentic messy like disgusting fucking self and eventually you just as cheesy as it is you can't fuck up what's right for you that's so true it's so true whoever likes you's gonna like you yeah like let people be repulsed by you honestly <laughs> just, just let it happen um but yeah oh that's that's it for me. That's my my brutal dating advice, which actually probably sounds like way more like fairy tale like than a lot. But <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And thank you for coming on. I had so much fun on your show. And I was like, I've got to get her on here. But I know we have some good shit for people. So I'm excited to put this one out. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you for having me. Everyone go listen to the episode we did with Liz. Yes. The Blonde. And wow. I hope we can do another one soon because we have so much shit to talk about. I know. We, I feel like we have 8,000 more topics and I'm like, the Zoom is running out of time. Um, all right. So everyone can find you at Taste of Blonde on Instagram. At um, Instagram, at Taste of Blonde on TikTok. Um, oh my God. I have to go on TikTok. Email, I don't want to go No LinkedIn yet. We'll figure it out. No LinkedIn yet. <laughs> Once we get some employees, we need to get some, some new hires. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Thank you.